The Mishnah tells us, Asara doiris minoyach vad Avram, there were ten generations between Noyach and Avram. Loidia, this is to let us know, Kama erach apayim lafon of how much patience Hashem has. Shakola doiris, all these generations. Hoyimach isin uboin were continuously making Hashem angrier and angrier. Achaba Avram avinu until finally Avram avinu came along, the kibbils harkulam and got the reward for all of these generations. The Rebbe asks, since these are generations that were making Hashem angry, how is the Mish, as the Mishnah itself says, then what reward are we talking about that they deserve that Avram is getting? Furthermore, previously the Mishnah had said that there was also ten generations from Adam to Noyach. And also the same idea, idea to let us know how patient Hashem is, that all of these generations were making Hashem angry until finally He brought upon them the waters of the Mabul. In that part of the Mishnah, it does not add that Noyach got the reward for all of these generations. And the simple reason for that would be, is because they were making Hashem angry and clearly they didn't deserve any reward. So based on this, the question becomes even stronger. Why is it that by the ten generations from Noyach to Avram, which were also making Hashem angry, and yet the Mishnah says that Avram Avinu gets their reward. So there are Mephoshim that answer that every single person has a designated portion in Gan Eden. If he's found guilty and he gets his portion in Gehenim, then the portion that he should have gotten in Gan Eden, somebody else that is Zoycha, that has the merit, will get their own portion and this person's portion in Gan Eden. But if that's the case, then once again we have a question in regards to the first ten generations. The ten generations from Adam to Noyach. Since, as we said, they were making Hashem angry. Noyach was a tzaddik in his generations, as the Pesach says. So Noyach should have gotten his portion and their portion, the portion of those gen- ten generations in Gan Eden. So there are Mephoshim that explain that since Noyach did not daven for the people of his generation, he was not involved in being makar of these people to Hashem to get them to act in the proper way. This is why his merits were not great enough that he should be able to get their reward as well. As opposed to Avram, who publicized Elikos about Hashem in the world. As the Pasuk says, Hashem He called out in Hashem's name. He was Makarev people to Hashem. As Chazal tells us on the Pasuk, that Avram Avinu was bringing people close to Hashem. This is why he had the merit to also receive the reward for these other people. However, says the Rebbe, the question still remains. If we accept the fact that the ten generations from Odom to Noyach do have a designated portion of reward, as we said before, that every person has some portion in Gan Eden. So if Noyach doesn't get it, because for whatever reason, as we said, he was missing that schus to be able to get it, but then someone should have gotten it. So what happens to their portion in Gan Eden? Who got their portion of the first gen, ten generations in Gan Eden? The Rebbe says, we cannot say that no one received their portion. In other words, it remains unclaimed. Says the Rebbe, we know that regarding Gan Eden, it says, Hashem put in Gan Eden, to work it, to guard it. After Chet Yitzhadas, we know that Gan Eden becomes the place of reward for the avoider that people do in this world. 
La'avda refers to the Ramach Mitzvah Saseh. L'shamra refers to the Shosham Mitzvah Saseh that we do in this world. So in other words, Ganeidin was designated that the, for, for the person with a very, very particular purpose, a particular goal. Again, in the times of Odomorishin, he did his avoid there. Later on, it becomes a place of reward. But surely we cannot imagine and say that there's a space in Ganeidin that remains vacant, that remains empty, that remains unclaimed. In other words, if we have a portion in Ganeidin that belongs to ten generations and long generations, then someone needs to come and fulfill the purpose of this section of Ganeidin. Therefore, the Rebbe says, we must say that the ten generations from Odom and Noyach did not have any portion that's meant for them at all, any sort of reward. But then the question becomes, in what way are they different? In what way is their angering Hashem different than the next set of ten generations? Another thing the Rebbe says is not understood. What is even the chidush that the Mishnah is trying to teach us, to tell us that Hashem is patient and erech apayim? We have a clear posseg that says this. Hashem... Erech or Kel Erech We have this idea already. In other words, as Rashi says, even over there on the Posek, that Hashem is patient both with Tzadikim and Rishoyim. So what's the Mishnah telling us? So simply you would say that the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, as it says, Kamo Erech To what extent Hashem's patience is? Because in the Pasuk it doesn't say to what extent this Erech is. So the Mishnah tells us that Hashem is holding back His anger even up to ten generations. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand what is the explanation and what's this concept specifically of these ten generations that Hashem holds His anger for ten generations and why ten specifically. Says the Rebbe, in order to understand all of this, we're first going to introduce and look at another point. We know that the order of the Mishnahis are also in a very, very specific way, especially within one Peirik. If this is the case, says the Rebbe, what is the connection between the Mishnah of Asara Doiris, the ten generations from Adam to Noyach, etc., to the previous Mishnah, that was discussing Ba'asara Ma'amorois Nivra Ha'olam that the world was created through Hashem's ten sayings, ten utterances. If it is only because, chronologically speaking, the order, the way things happen is that we have the ten Ma'amorois and following that is immediately Adam all the way to Noyach after the world is created. Says the Rebbe, we have a Mishnah just a little bit further that seemingly should have been inserted between these two Mishnahs. We have the, a Mishnah that says, Asara Dvarim, there's ten things that were created, Erev Shabbos, Beinash Moshe, it's the ten things that were created on that Friday of creation by twilight. In other words, we're still speaking that it's part of the creation that seemingly should have followed from the Asara Ma'amorois, because this is clearly before the ten generations. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, in the Mishnah Ba'asara Ma'amorois Nivra Olam, the Mishnah teaches us two points a double or two sides of, of, of an idea. The Mishnah says, there's, a, there's the idea of that the reason why Hashem creates the world with ten utterances is because the Rishoyim are going to be punished, because they are destroying a world that was created with these ten utterances. There's also the opposite idea, to reward the tzaddikim, that they sustain the world that was created with these ten utterances. 
Says the Rebbe, it's in continuation to these two points that now we start discussing two categories of people. We said there's the idea of there is this idea of punishing the Rishoyim. There's also the idea of giving reward to the Tzaddikim. So in connection to these two categories of people, we're now going to say in the next Mishnah, these same two ideas regarding the two sets of ten generations. The first set of ten generations, the ten generations from Adam to Noyach, which are Rishoyim that destroyed the world. So what is the Abish to do? Hashem punishes them, as it says in that first Mishnah, Hashem brings upon them the Mabul. Then, the next ten generations, where we speak about Avram Avinu getting their reward, even though, yes, it's also generations that made Hashem angry, but we have an Avram Avinu that comes along and sustains the world. In other words, he allowed there to be a Kiyum. He gave endurance also to the previous ten generations, and therefore he re- gets the reward for all of them. There is a reward for them, and he's the one that gets it. So again, just to summarize, just like the Mishnah said before, that there's li'para min arashoyim, and litnsachar toiv litzadikim, the next Mishnah illustrates this idea with the first ten generations where there's absolute punishment, and the next ten generations where there is a reward, and Avraham Avinu is the one that gets it. However, the Rebbe says, we still need to understand what is at the end of the day the difference between these two sets of ten generations that in the second ten generations we say there's somehow that they can still be fixed up to a certain extent. Avraham Avinu can give a kiyum, can give them their lasting effect, their endurance, and he could get their reward as opposed to the first ten generations which need to be wiped out. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, that just like we we find in regards to the wars that the Yidden had fought, in the simple sense of a war, there were certain things that needed to be completely eradicated. And then there were certain things that they were able to take as spoils from the war. So too, when we speak about the war with the Ra, with the evil in the world, there's also two types of Ra, there's two types of evil, two types of negativity, and therefore two ways how they're going to be dealt with. There are some things that we know that are completely evil. They have no good in them whatsoever. And those things need to be destroyed completely. This is similar to we know a halacha regarding certain kalim, that the only way they can become pure is only after they're broken. The Alter Rebbe explains in Lukut Torah in regards to the burning of the Parah Duma. The Alter Rebbe says that the Parah represents the maisim roim, those bad deeds that are really completely evil, completely b- bad, and therefore need to be destroyed and burnt completely. That's why we burn the parah. Because there's no way of fixing it unless we completely remove it, destroy it from the world. What are we then left with? We're left with only the ashes at the end, which will represent the koyach hamisave, in other words, the desire that a person has which is not necessarily evil in its very essence, you could use it for certain good things. That will be left over, but the parah itself, which was bad, bad needs to be removed completely. Then, of course, we have those things, that even though in a revealed way we don't see the good inside of them, nevertheless, they do have a spark of goodness inside of them. And this is why we don't need to destroy them completely, on the contrary, we work with them, we are, try to be mekayim them, in other words, we try to keep them in existence, we try to transform them from bad to good, 
or to use a lush in Chazal, Matzoi Sheitzi Aloi Be'iser, this is speaking about a specific story in the Gemara, where a woman had originally offered certain bedspreads, etc., in a forbidden way, in a sinful way, and eventually use those same exact things in a permissible way. In other words, there are certain things that could eventually be used in a permissible way, transformed into good. Says the Rebbe, this is the difference between the first set of ten generations, where we speak about the evil, the bad, in the ten generations between Adam and Noach, which was absolute evil, which was destroying the world, and therefore Hashem wants it completely eradicated, completely removed, and heavy aleim ismeha mabul. Whereas the next ten generations, <coughs> from Noach to Avraham, even though they also made Hashem angry, however, it was the type of evil, it was the type of bad, that in some way could have been turned around and transformed into good. And therefore, when Avram Avinu comes, he could be Mekayim the world. In other words, he could find within the world what could remain and give it lasting existence. He could fix up those things in those ten generations, and therefore he receives their reward. What's the idea of ten generations specifically? The reason why Hashem extends His anger or is patient for ten generations so the Rebbe said that we discussed many times that the number 10 is considered a complete number. A number that includes all of the different types of shleimus. In other words, it represents a certain, including, it includes all the different aspects of something. Just like it is in the side of Kedusha, the same thing is in the, in, true in the opposite side. In other words, the whole spectrum of all the things of evil, are also set up in the number of ten, ten levels. Therefore, Hashem extends his, his mayrich af, he extends his patience, waiting to do tshuva up until ten generations, in other words, up until the fullest measure of making Hashem angry, it's only once. All ten levels were completely permeated with this ra, then Hashem, so to speak, is, is go, is, had enough, or he's going to punish them, and so on and so forth. The Rebbe says that every single person is also called an oilam cotton, like a small miniature world. And just like we have these two ideas, these two tkufas, these two periods of ten generations in the big world, the same thing is true in every single person in his own avoidah with to Hashem. When you have a person that over a period of ten days, was involved in negative things. And the toivloi, things seem to be so far going well, going good. The Rebbe says a person may think that that's the way things are going to continue. As the Pasuk says, a person may bless himself, comfort himself, convince himself, that things are going to be good when I just follow whatever my heart sees, whatever my heart desires. And this is what the mission is telling us. That the fact that a person had all this sort of good up until now, even if he wasn't acting in the proper way, that's only because Hashem was being patient with him. But this is going to stop after a certain designated time. And therefore, what's the avoida that's demanded of the Yid? A mabul type of avoida. <coughs> in other words, he needs to completely eradicate all of these negative things. Completely get rid of them. But that's not enough. Because since... It already passed these 10 days of negative things. 
So there is also lacking in the good things that he should have been accomplishing during that time. As the Pasuk says, Yomim Yutsaru, Hashem has given a person a certain amount, designated amount of days, of how many years and days he's in this world to do Avoidus Hashem. So he needs to make sure not to be missing out what he was supposed to do. And therefore now there's also another Avoidus needed. That's the second set of ten generations. He needs to be Poyal Akiyum. He needs to now see whatever he could fix up also in the previous days, by doing the avoid of his transforming negative to positive, darkness to light, fixing up those things that he missed out in the previous days, and in that way will be the kibbles getting the reward for all of those previous things as well.